Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming up, Freak. You know, I think one of the greatest texts that I got this afternoon during the Daytona 500 was from a somewhat novice NASCAR fan asking me, what the hell is overtime in NASCAR? Well, I did the correct thing. I copy and pasted directly from NASCAR.com, and they text me right back. I'm still reading this, and I still don't understand what the hell overtime is when it comes to NASCAR in the Cup Series. Wait, uh, hold on a second. What exactly was was the question? Because overtime is when you go past the race's distance and you give it an attempt at a green-white checkered finish. As long as you don't have a crash in the green flag lap, then you're good to go. And they'll race to the finish. Statman has had to go back for two more years of education there at Ohio State University to figure out how in the hell overtime works in NASCAR, Statman. Overtime is when you got cars left and you want to get rid of the rest of them. Right, just bring in a bulldozer. <laughs> just, just, That's how just I was shaping rid- up today. Just get rid of all of them. The last man standing. That's overtime. <laughs> how you doing, Freak Nation? You got day- happy Daytona night, as uh, we call it here in the Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks. And again, coming up here in the show, a big show for you. Plenty of Daytona 500 conversation. Denny Hamlin, your two-time Daytona 500 winner. Uh, we're going to be chasing him down. Hope to get him here in the Freak Nation. We just might not. He might be just drunk as all, I've never said this in this whole millennium, drunk as all get out. I knew you were going there. You, Where you really in went the there. hell? You went there. Where is, uh, it's the setup that I'm sitting in here. I got my we are phone in a different dinging over tonight. here, and I'm yeah. behind a board I'm not familiar with, and Crasher's in a different studio. So just bear with us, man. It's a big show for you tonight. Travis Brown may not ring a bell to many of you. Colin Brown, it may ring a bell or two. Colin Brown, big-time sports car pilot. Uh, his brother, Travis Brown, is now a producer, writer, director uh, for Disney, Disney Channel. It's a... It's not as strange circumstance as how this thing came about, but we're going to have both those dudes here in the Freak Nation coming up in the second hour. Carlos Mencia, comedian Carlos Mencia, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Zach Osborne, Supercross pilot, uh, 450 Supercross pilot, who got his start last night in Dallas, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Dude, dude, when you look at what's happened over the last, gosh, seven or eight hours, you start a race what seems to be mid-afternoon with the Daytona 500, and it finishes under the lights at the Daytona 500, excuse me, Daytona International Speedway. It's an instance where you think, holy smokes, has this race been going on for six hours? No, just kind of felt that way, especially about the last 45 minutes of the damn thing. One time when you thought that they were going to throw a red, Crasher, they don't throw a red, and that's the second wave of accidents in the overtime is that when it happened yeah this okay so there were three big ones shall we say the first one was the legit big one taking out 18 cars with about 11 laps to go then there was another crash and you're right no red flag after that one thinking that maybe there should have been but it doesn't matter because when they went back to green there was another crash that did force the overtime and yet another red 
flag. Statman, I know you. You're, this is, and it'll be coming up in your scat, I'm sure, about how you're such a proponent of how we saw those last 15, 20 laps set up there with uh, all the accident, accidents, all that spark there on the back on the back 40 of Daytona and National Speedway. That's the way you like your Daytona 500. Stop. Oh, without question. I just want to sit there and, and watch millions of dollars worth of cars and multiple millions of dollars worth of man, man hours just go down the tubes because nobody knows how to drive. And I, you know, and all of the, I'm, I'm taking on the Twitter verse again tonight. Don't tell me about everybody wants to win the Daytona 500 because everybody wants to win the Super Bowl and they don't go out and break legs and arms and throw people into the stands and do all kinds of penalties and clip people just to get, because everybody's in a hurry to see who's going to win. That's dumb. You know, that it's, was some stupid driving I saw tonight. It's so funny you say that because I believe it was Daryl Waltrip on the Fox Sports broadcast. He did say, okay, we're going to do the green-white checker." He said something along the lines of, we're going to do the green-white checkered finish. And, you know, the first lap, the green flag lap, it's it's pretty much all out. But once they get that white flag, all the, the rule book goes out the window. And anybody's going to do anything they can to win the Daytona 500. And the, the, what you just expressed, Statman, were my thoughts exactly. No, they can't just do anything to win the Daytona 500 because safety-wise, legally-wise, that's not wise, period. But it is what we're given. We'll get into it, Freak Nation. We're going to reset with some affiliates. you got your Statman Scad coming up and Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Let's reset some of the affiliates and get back with Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates with Speed Freaks tonight. How you doing, man? You got the Speed Freaks. Stat Man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Affiliates across the country joining us here in the Freak Nation. Daytona 500. You're Denny Hamlin. Two-time winner. He may be joining us sometime here in the next couple hours, chasing him down. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com to find the right tire for that righteous ride. Got a big old fat 4x4? Man, some General Tires look good on that Chevy, that Ford, that Dodge Ram. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? There was a lot of racing that went on this weekend. Whether you're a dirt track fan and you got your dirt track action back, or just a sprinting midget fan, you've got that action back. Here's the deal. I highly recommend go to racer.com or to speedsportnews.com and get the results because there's so much that went on this weekend that that is going to be your best bet for getting all the dirt action, all the open wheel action possible. Because what you guys listening right now want to hear is all about NASCAR. NASCAR is back. The Daytona 500 this weekend, of course, it started with the Gatorade Duels on Thursday. I still call them the Gatorade Duels, the Duels <laughs> on Thursday. But it all culminated with Denny Hamlin taking his second Daytona 500 win and him talking in victory lane about how he was kind of dumbfounded with how his first Daytona 500 win, that was back in 2016, how that went because... It ended in a photo finish, and he didn't quite know, did he win it, did he not? Bottom line, this one, legit. Denny Hamlin taking the win, and he's basically probably already drunk as we speak. He did say in victory lane, I'm going to have a terrible hangover tomorrow. But the really, really, really good stuff that came out 
was all the tributes to J.D. Gibbs, of course, son of Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs being the team owner for Denny Hamlin. And basically, J.D. was the one who found Denny Hamlin and all the tributes that went on. Okay, let me just read this from Coach Gibbs himself. What happened right here? J.D. got inside that car with Denny. That's his number, number 11 with Denny. This is emotional for all of us. What happened here is unreal. I think J.D. had the best view up in heaven of everything that just went on. We'll talk a lot more about this in the show. Denny, of course, leading a JGR 1-2-3. Kyle Busch finishing second. Eric Jones third. Michael Annette was your Xfinity winner. His first win in 230 starts. Austin Hill, your winner in the Truck Series. That's it from Daytona. More with your Daytona 500 and how do we correct the madness? It's coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Did you do the right thing this weekend when you're out there flipping burgers? Did you have the Freak's Fave Bubba burger on your grill? Shame on you if you didn't. Well, shame for you if you didn't. If you did, congratulations. You tasted the best burger that you can put on your barbecue grill. It's Bubba Burger. You go to your favorite grocery store. They got them. Onion-infused jalapeno, 100% Angus, all-natural. Turkey burgers, vegetarian, low-fat. They got it for you. It's Bubba Burger. You will not bite a better burger than a Bubba. Statman, you been biting your Bubba lately? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was weird. I'm taking the fifth on that question. <laughs> oh, God. We are slap happy, uh, aren't we? It's a long racing weekend. Uh, so, Statman, I, I don't want to spoil your scat, right? Yeah. But playing devil's advocate here and saying, well, that's it's just what we're going to get when you have a race like the Daytona 500, whether it's one, two, three dudes that shouldn't be in a damn stock car anyway, or if it's guys that have been racing for 15, 20 years. How do we correct the problem of the ending of the Daytona 500 when it could be 50 laps or five laps? We know that there's still two or three large wrecks to go. How do we correct this? You got two. Uh, I've been wondering. There's a lot of ways you could correct it. You take some of the cars off the track. One, two. You force drivers to drive, mm. and but that becomes dangerous because you make the cars fast enough that only the drivers are going to drive. What the other way you could do that is something pretty simple like lowering the compression in the engines so that the 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 good drivers can accelerate away from the cars the problem is all the cars are are uh, all equal and they're let's say slow enough that anybody could drive they don't accelerate fast so that anybody could drive them and that's a problem. You have inexperienced people driving the cars. Whether or not they've been in the series for one year or 20 years, they're inexperienced. They don't know how to drive. And uh, when everything shakes out, you always have the same guys uh, at the front of the line. Kyle Bush, Kurt Bush, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Logano, all those people, uh, Harvick. All those people are always at the front of the line if they don't get caught up in somebody else's dumbness. So one of your solutions was to speed the cars up, and then you you went on to say, but then only the good drivers will actually drive. Are you talking about making the cars more loose so that they're more difficult to drive? And yes, yes, typically a loose car is a faster car. No, what I'm saying is that when you put a restrictor plate on, if you make the cars too fast, it becomes dangerous right. for the people on the track and even getting out of the track <clears throat> into the stands, excuse me. Right. But what the when you put a restrictor plate on the car, the cars don't accelerate. 
that means everybody's driving the same piece of machinery. If you take the restrictor plate off the car, you lower the horsepower. That way you still have the issue of how do you drive this thing and drivers become uh, a premium and they can accelerate faster. They can slow down faster. When the arrow is all equal and the engines are all equal, then uh, anybody could drive the car. And that's just not uh, true because people start trying to uh, put the car in places where it doesn't belong. You get a little too comfortable with the car that should not be as easy to drive. With the, right? Correct. With And yeah. with all the safety stuff built in, there's no more fear of I could hurt myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so they start doing dumb things. But then there's always – and I'm – completely agree with you, but there's always the argument, we have to keep the cars somewhat similar because that's how we save on cost. And the bottom line always comes down to keeping the cost down in this multi-million dollar, multi-hundreds of millions of dollar sport. How much savings happened today when cars were getting ripped (laughs) apart? You didn't save much money today. And some of the teams only have one or two super speedway cars, and those cars got tore up today. So they like have to go Matt out and build another one. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I'm not going to say any names of who should or shouldn't be out there. But some of the people who have been around for a long time shouldn't be there. Now, the other thing, and then this is part of the argument in some other sports, like in basketball, where the players are getting bigger and the court has its size hasn't changed. The height of the basket hasn't changed. And, uh, you know, people are getting hurt. And, you know, it's just not its not the same game. It's too many cars on the track. You know, who says that it has to be 40 cars? Who says it has to be 35 or 45? You, you know, what, what if it's only 20? That way you give people a chance to, to move around, to break, to drive around, to go to the back of the line, to come back through the field. You don't have a, a line of 30 cars all on the same lap. None of them can accelerate away from each other because they all have restrictor plates. They all have the same arrow. You don't have the in, you, you don't have the engineers with a chance to for them to step up and and do something. Although it was cool to see Chad Canals take somebody to the front of the line and have a chance to win, till they got caught up in somebody else's dumbness. Right. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool to see. I have to admit. Okay, then going back to your argument of less cars how about just 20 cars on the track it's that's an interesting statement because last week during the clash somebody texted me saying what happened to all the cars how come there's so few cars on the track (laughs) wouldn't it be a bit strange on a super speedway i get a short oval but on a super speedway like daytona to have just a few cars such as maybe just 20 if if they could accelerate away from each other and not have the restrictor plate where everybody is the same speed and the same arrow where everybody has uh, you know, the same handling characteristics. So it's difficult to pass, and you do have to bump draft. And if you hit somebody wrong in the bump draft, you knock them sideways and take out 18 cars. I mean, that's just it, – it's – I don't know why this is hard to understand. It's a problem 
you have the same problem to a degree in IndyCar. Mm-hmm. If everybody has the same car and everybody has the same arrow, then you, you'd have people that shouldn't be out there driving the cars. Well, it's it's funny you bring up IndyCar because, yeah, with the Indy 500, they do want 33 cars, and you do have basically seat fillers when it comes to a big race like that that arguably some of them should not be out there. So, yeah, same yeah. problem. Exactly. Yeah. No, it, it, the problem is being able to drive, accelerate, brake, and maneuver. And that's been taken out of the hands of the drivers so that anybody could get in the car and basically drive the car and they shouldn't be out there. I mean, Kenny and I have driven, you've driven some cars. Admittedly, it was years ago, but we're driving the cars out there fast. And I'd look at it and I said, I remember being out there and said, this is crazy. I shouldn't be here driving this car this fast because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, uh, one of the greatest, if I remember, gosh, I think it was 2006, Tony Stewart telling us on when we had our TV show, Tony Stewart telling us on ESPN, on our TV show, anybody can drive Daytona because of the way the cars are set up. Now, of course, the cars now are different than then, but there, there's a lot of truth still in what he said. The way they set it up with the restrictor plates, with the, the just the aero package for super speedways, almost anybody can drive or at least think they can drive. Because, again, and, and that's when that's the dumb it. mistakes happen. They think they could drive, and they they see. If I used to race bicycles, and I was told very early on, when if you see an opening, it's too late. You have to instinctively know that that opening is there. And, you know, people are one, I forget who it was, who dove into an opening today that was too small. And he took out, you know, five or six cars. You, you, you need to be able to maneuver, to get around, and to drive the cars and not just put your foot on the floor and get in the draft and just steer the car. It, it, that doesn't do any good. Everything is cool when the car is going straight and there's no problem. What happens is when there's a problem and the drivers have to drive, and then we find out the, the good ones from the bad ones. Freak Nation, coming up in moments. Hold on, Kenny. No, I'm cutting you off on purpose. Mm-hmm. Statman used a bicycle race? Oh, yeah. we got to get into that sometime. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that, was, that was world-class cool, too. Dude. Yeah. Dude. I also saw a fire suit the Statman wore back in the 70s, too. <laughs> <laughs> we have seen those, yes. But bicycle racing. That's a first in the 19 years we've done this show. Holy crap. Wow. <laughs> like that's that. <laughs> I think about that all the time. <laughs> oh, Freak Nation. I think it's what the beginning of the it is the end of the third quarter for the NBA All-Star game. I think it's uh, 214 to 290. This is crazy. I'm stuck on bicycle racing. Oh. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> that picture's not a pretty one, is it? <laughs> no, it's amazing. Freak Nation, coming up your stat man. Scat, Carlos Mencia, comedian Carlos Mencia. Also, Zach Osborne, your Supercross 450 rider who got his uh, finally got back on a bike in Dallas. Ooh, it's a and, rough comeback. Rough comeback. Right. It's all right, though. He did it. Uh, Colin did Brown it. and his brother Travis Brown now writes for Disney. It's crazy. More freaks coming up. Speed Freak Spitz and Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's Batman. Let's get 
to provide guidance to mankind. NASCAR brags that its Super Bowl, the Daytona 500, opens the season. This pride, though, should be tempered with some embarrassment tonight. The inexperienced shouldn't be allowed to run in the biggest race of the year. There needs to be a commitment to upgrade the product, even if it means reducing the size of the field. NASCAR's current president, Steve Phelps, says he wants to improve the product. Let's see if he will. All this is the residue of today's Daytona 500, where two inexperienced drivers triggered a major accident while trying to slow down for a pit stop with 42 laps to go in the race. The accident gathered, among others, one of the sport's biggest stars and a threat to win today, Jimmy Johnson. You just can't have something as important as the Daytona 500 be determined by inexperienced participants. Saying this is the way we've always done it just isn't acceptable. Maybe I'm not supposed to understand. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, it's Ron Barr. Ever since I started sleeping on my pillow, I noticed something missing from my life. Interrupted sleep. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It's changed my life. You need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own my pillow. It keeps its shape and stays cool. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss my pillow in your washer and dryer, and it's like new again. And it's made in the USA. And do I have a deal for you? Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special, and enter promo code BAR. That's B-A-R-R. You'll get two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows for half off, free shipping. And don't forget, they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special, and enter promo code BAR. And be sure to use the promo code, that's BAR, B-A-R-R. Hi, Rick Tittle here. Spring is just around the corner, so now is the time to get those home projects done so you can spend spring and summer being with your loved ones. HomeAdvisor makes it easy to find the right pros for any project. Seriously, whether it's a small project like installing kitchen cabinets, next on my to-do list, or a big project like remodeling that kitchen, just go to HomeAdvisor.com and tell them about your project. In just seconds, you'll be matched with the best pros in the area for your exact job. You can read customer reviews, check availability, even book appointments online. And with their project cost guide, you can check what others paid for similar jobs in your area. No matter what home project you've been thinking about, painting, getting your gutters cleaned, even a big job like a new roof, HomeAdvisor makes it easy to find and hire the best pros in your area. Find a great pro now before the busy season hits. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. Are you desperate for a good night's sleep? Then listen up. Studies show lack of sleep causes stress, irritability, weight gain, and even death. But you already know how bad it is when you don't get enough sleep, don't you? You've tried sleeping pills with their annoying and potentially dangerous side effects. Maybe you've wasted money on the latest miracle pillow that promises a good night's sleep. Have any of these worked? If not, I may have your solution. It's convenient, inexpensive, has zero side effects, and it flat out works. So if you want to experience deep rest, 
restful sleep starting tonight? Visit www.sleepmusic.com. This weird little-known trick is already helping thousands of people around the world experience better sleep, deeper rest, and happier mornings. And with a full 90-day money-back satisfaction guarantee, what have you got to lose? Visit sleepmusic.com to see how this amazing sleep solution can help you. Use promo code RADIO to get $10 off. That's www.sleepmusic.com and promo code RADIO to get $10 off. Lucas Oil is where we go for the righteous synthetic oil for our righteous ride. Frankly, go to lucasoil.com and you'll find everything you need for inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, and outside your car. Do yourself a favor. Go to lucasoil.com and find the plethora of products for your righteous ride that you're out there on the highway speeding about 30 mile per hour above the speed limit right about now. Lucasol, lucasol.com, lucasol.com. You know, Stan, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is though. You look at the the last. I, I can't tell you when it. There wasn't a gnarly finish at Daytona for the 500, but I mean that's just. I've accepted it. That's just where we are. That's I just you just expect that finish. Because of whether it's the style of racing or the way NASCAR has either relaxed or tightened the rules, I would expect nothing. In fact, Suave, who, who works with us uh, on the Daily Show, thought, yeah, those last three wrecks were pretty gnarly until that little suck-ass finish <laughs> happened when there wasn't much drama there at the end. Oh, we're calling that a suck-ass finish just because it didn't end in a crash fest or a photo finish? I kind of liked it. He's sitting right across from me. Ask him. <laughs> Tell me about this suck-ass finish, Suave. Well, I was expecting a, a finish similar to what we've had in the past several seasons, from what I understand, which is, you know, you're 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 within a, a half a freaking car length of each other, photo finish type of style, and this was garbage. Nobody even came close <laughs> to Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin... Crushed that restart and nobody ever touched him for it's two and a half laps. It's called domination, kind of like ridiculous. kind of like the defensive battle that we had in the football <laughs> Super Bowl that people said sucked ass too, and I liked that because it was kind of domination of a different kind. It's all good. It's all good. It's not suck ass. We've been spoiled, I guess, by the last couple of Daytona 500s. Yes. Statman, is that what you want? Do you want a Do you want a Super Bowl 53 finish for the Daytona 500 where the score is four to eight? I'd rather have a Rams Chiefs 54 to 51 finish to the what? to the, uh, the yeah the, 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 the Daytona 500. The, again, it wasn't domination crash. All the cars were the same, so nobody had a chance to catch him, especially when um, his teammate Kyle Busch was running interference for him. 
So that's ah, there's where it lies, Statman. No, man. no. Yeah. Okay. Not the, there could be some interference, racing. but you know Kyle Bush as well as any of us in this room. And come on, Kyle Bush would not be the interference player. He wanted that more than he wanted that ten times more than Denny Hamlin today because he does not have the what it was a Harley J Earl trophy. He does not have one yet on his trophy case. He wants that so bad. Denny Hamlin, this is now his second. But no, I do say domination because. Joe Gibbs Racing going one, two, three, three of the crashed car of Eric Jones. Dude, they what did they have? Whether it was Toyota or or Joe Gibbs Racing themselves, what did they have over the rest of the field in the long run? What you just said with <laughs> Eric Jones was not in the top six when uh, the last two laps started, when they got the green flag. And he was able to maneuver through drafting, blocking, all the other crap that happens at the restrictor plate races. He was able to sneak in there, but the guys who were faster, better drivers, Logano and, uh, oh, I can't think of the other name besides Bush, who was there in that first six when they got the green flag, they weren't able to get up there. Logano even said in his post-race interview, I could have gotten in there, but it was I, what he implied was just too dangerous because yeah. he could almost see under um, Hamlin's car, but he couldn't get there because the cars were the same. You, that's the that's the problem. You've got to slow them down, and one way to do that is by lowering the instead of putting a restrictor plate on it, lowering the. Um, the compression ratios, so you take some horsepower out of the car, but the cars will still accelerate differently, and drivers can then drive. Curious where we are in 2019, where funding for even big boy NASCAR teams isn't necessarily hard to come by, but it's not as easy as it was 10, 15 years ago. Curious if more attention will be paid to what you're saying, Statman, because of the carnage that it leaves even a Stuart Haas racing, Jack Rouse racing, Joe Gibbs. I mean, that's a big freaking kick in the nuts with the amount of cars that were lost on that track that when you have a guy like Tony Stewart or a Joe Gibbs stat man that steps up and says, really guys, from a financial standpoint, there's something that we've got to do about this carnage at the 500. Part of the problem is that NASCAR, that's part of NASCAR's marketing effort they could say, well, we don't promote the crashes, but they even named them the big one. They always show it in their marketing and their promos. Is there going to be a big one? Stand by to see if he's going to get to the finish. The green-white checker, the talent people, we're going to have another accident. Stand by. That Nobody is interested in, it seemingly, just the pure uh, beauty and it is beautiful when drivers can drive and you can watch them race and their racecraft. And, you know, that was part of the, that was part of the deal with Dale senior was he was one of the first ones to learn how to side draft in the super speedways. And he dominant, that was domination mm-hmm. when he could take the car and put it places on the track and draft where other people couldn't. And that his was team, domination. DEI doing doing it over and over again themselves. 
Yeah. So there's a lot that's going on here that's lost, and the NASCAR just refuses to make the changes. Uh, and I, I maybe this guy Phelps will make it happen, but the team owners can't afford to have many more races like this, or, or nor do they want to afford it. In this day and age, no, absolutely not. Here you go, Freak Nation. Take a deep breath. Daytona 500. Denny Hamlin, now two-time Daytona 500 winner. They're still picking up debris from the Daytona 500. 2019 winner, Denny Hamlin. There are some funny memes out there. Yeah. There are some really funny gifts and funny memes about the carnage. It's crazy. Just go to Twitter. Have yourself some fun. It's the, it's, it's the wrecking vortex. <laughs> just one car wrecks. It's like a magneto. It just sucks 30 cars into it. Man. Carlos Mencia. Caught up with him earlier. Comedian. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Next hour, the brothers, Travis and Colin Brown. One's a big-time sports car pilot and one's a big-time rider for Disney. And Zach Osborne, Supercross 450 rider, will be joining us. More Freaks coming up from Lucas Oil Studios and Carlos Mencia. To the country, I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, going to eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, going to eat a lot of peaches. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks 
since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Comedian Carlos Mencia on a nationwide tour. We caught up with him earlier. Funny guy, man. We've had him in the Freak Nation a couple of times. You throw anything. He's one of those comedians where you give him just a little bit of bait. He bites that thing and takes it for 20 minutes. Uh, We caught up with him, uh, shoot, a couple of years ago. We first met Carlos Mencia face-to-face was when uh, he was hanging out in Phoenix, Arizona for... It was spring training. Yeah, spring training. So we brought up the fact uh, last week when he's hanging with us that, man, that was the first place where we got to hang was there to spring training with the Diamondbacks. I believe they might have been taken on. No, no, they were taken on the Rockies. But uh, he's a big Rockies fan. But we talked about a little bit of spring training. Carlos Mencia joining us here in the Freak Nation. It was great. It was fun. I love that. I love the whack of the bat. I love right. the smell. I've been a Dodger fan forever. I didn't realize up until like three minutes ago because I'm really good at forgetting what a horrible year I had. The the Rams and the Dodgers make it to the finals, and they mm. both lose horrifically. You know what I mean? I, I, I just realized that, and it pains me. So do you have any FU Boston takes in your show? No, no. Listen, I'm not a hater, man. They were a better team. They, You know, their pitching staff, when they can – I mean, their worst pitcher is going 98. Our, our, you know, our guy is doing, what, 93 – but he's pitching great off speed. Yeah, you know, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's we could have won. See, here's what I think about the, the logistics. And I was talking to a friend of mine about it earlier. I think that to play logistics during the season, where you have a hundred and whatever games, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it right. You got the right handers with the. You know, man, I, I get it. But when you're doing seven game series, those numbers are not gonna average out the way they normally mm-hmm. do. So if you have a guy like Kiki Rodriguez, who's not, you know, really playing unbelievably well but comes in and hits two home runs back to back you put him in the next game regardless of who's pitching you don't go well you know logistics statistics say no this is a seven game series they're not going to pan out the way they normally do it's just not the way it works so i think that he needs to change the way he coaches 
for the playoffs than he does for the entire season where you know things will average themselves out. And I think they'll do better. You are a little butthurt, aren't you? About that, yeah. <laughs> About that, yeah. Because, because me and my brother sit there, right, and we'll sit there and we'll go, why is he putting him in? And then they'll strike out and they go, no, you took out a guy that was hitting. You know, that that moment. Whereas in the season, I'm calm about it because I go, no, these these numbers will average out. And they do. I mean, they've been to the big one and been, you know, t- taking the, the pennant, so to speak. Um, so well, the Cody Bellinger issue was we all were saying that when Dave Roberts with Cody Bellinger. And then, of course, you have the issues with pitching. But at the same time, you're in you're in Arizona. We love the fact that the, that the Dodgers get that close and they get their ass kicked. Yeah, I get it, bro. Right? I get it. I, I feel you. I don't I don't hate. I, you know what I mean? And I just became a Ram fan after their loss. <laughs> after the Super Bowl loss. After the loss. Well, here's what happened. I was a Ram fan <laughs> when they played in Anaheim. When we had to drive to Anaheim, we had to, let me put it this way, we had to drive out of Los Angeles <laughs> to watch the LA Rams play. And we always sat next to this dude in the end zone that had a watermelon over his head. That was us. That was us. I remember playing the Saints, and the Saints scored a touchdown, and more people cheered for them than when Eric Dickerson scored a touchdown. And... You know, we were still fans. We were okay with it. We bought the merch. We got the tickets. We were fine with it. And then the Rams left overnight. And there was no part of me that was angry. Literally. I said, you know what? You're in Anaheim. We don't have a stadium. I get it. Go and be be, be happy. And I was happy for them when they played in St. Louis. Never a St. Louis Ram fan, but I was happy for them. And then they started sucking and they came back. So to me, it was like I married this woman. She's fat and ugly. And then we got divorced and she got hot and started working out and got surgery. And I was happy for her. Then she got fat and ugly and then came back. And I'm like, oh, we're married again? Like, no, that's not cool. So I just couldn't cheer for them. I could not give my heart to them even in in that game. It was only until after the game. That I put on the shirt and I said, now I'm a Ram fan because I'm not a bandwagoner. I'm not in, you know, with with the people. I I now want to like the Rams because they're losers. And if they win, I went with a losing team. Well, wait, Carlos Mencia. So you, you talked about two L.A. teams, but you seem to leave out the Lakers. Yeah, but the Lakers, the Lakers are trying to rebuild, and you know we got LeBron, who's in the back end. Is is, is he ever gonna, you know, are we gonna get Pelican Man? Maybe, possibly. <laughs> if we do, will that be great? I don't know, but you know, un- until that happens. Now, see, this is why I'm okay with it, though. I mean, you know, I'm as as a Laker fan, dude. We've had two waves of excellence. It, that's very rare to have, mm-hmm. man. And we had it, you know. So I'm okay. I'm, you know. I had the Magic Johnson years and the Showtime Lakers and then, you know, the Kobe Lakers and you know, it it was fun. I I'm I've 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 enjoyed that team. And they might make it back again and I, you know, but that's a team that we go see. You know, I I I probably get a suite for us five times a year mm-hmm. and me and all my friends go and you know, do the whole suite thing where it's where it's kind of annoying cuz 
I'm watching the game and everybody else is back there schmoozing because I'll invite some celebrities. And drinking your alcohol. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm just like, dude, we're here to watch the game. I'm not here for you to, you know, hang out with so-and-so. And then my brother's like, do you know who that is? Yes, I know who that is. I invited them. You are embarrassing me, dude. Stop this. I mean, I think Anthony Davis is now always referred to as Pelican Man here yeah. in the Freak yes. Nation. Yeah, From the Pelican on. Man. The Pelican Man. Tell him the, That's fantastic. I either call him, the, the, me and my brother call him the Pelican Man or we call him the Muppet because of the eyebrows, dude. <laughs> so so anyone's going to be like, uh, what am I thinking of? Dude, the Muppet. He's like, oh, Pelican Man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We go with that, man. We're good about it. I, I, lo- I, love, I, lo- I love sports. I, I don't like, I don't like um, what's happening with the fact that everything is offense. Everything is catered. Um, I hate now watching football because – I pretty much see a push off on the offense every single route. And yet when that same push off is done by the defense, it's not called. And I just, I I don't like that. I enjoyed this defensive game. I didn't think it was a lack of offense. I thought it was really good defense and it was fun to watch. I'm, I'm I'm a soccer guy. Soccer to me is, 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 is the most amazing sport because it reflects life in the way it should be from a realistic standpoint. And and so what I mean is I'm a Real Madrid fan and they're considered one of the great teams. But if Real Madrid plays a bad team and that bad team loses one to nothing, that bad team leaves happy. Those people are like, man, we played the Giants and we only lost one to nothing. Like that's real life. You know what I mean? Scoring a thousand points because you got a twenty-four second clock because you want that—that's not—that's not real life. You know what I mean? Real life is. Oh man, I'm gonna ask Monica Swanson and she's gonna say yes and we're gonna go to the prom and everything's gonna be great. He misses to the right. Oh man! You know that to Double me. Doink. Yes, it's a, that's such a reflection of the authenticity of real life that I love that sport the most, and it's it's probably the most honest sport. When it comes, and it's the only sport outside of United States that the name of the team is the city. That's mm-hmm. the name of the team. Mm-hmm. It's not the the Real Madrid Ram, Rambos or Rockies. No, it's Real Madrid. They play in Madrid. They're Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid is from Madrid. That team will never leave. That is their team. <laughs> and the people they go to the second division. Those those people love that team. That's and to me, I like that. You know, that's why I love the I love Cubs fans because the Cubs fans are the only people that can go a hundred years without a championship, and every game is still sold out, and they still have hope every year. I mean that I love that. I love that 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 honesty, that truth. Now I saw. Okay, I, I've just got to admit. Typed your name in on Twitter. I wanted to see how your show was last night. Three and a half freaking hours. Are you kidding what? me? Including the open. But you were a huge part of that. I people was were, three hours. People were dying yeah. saying how amazingly funny it was. How but, do you have that much content? Hold on. In my defense, an hour and 15-ish minutes into the show, I said to the audience, I go, listen, guys, I normally go longer than this on Thursdays. 
but it's Valentine's Day and all you guys are waiting to get laid. And I do not want to get in the middle of that. So we're going to end the show. And the whole audience was, we're going to get laid anyway, dude. Just keep going. I'm like, okay. You know, and somebody in the bag's like, it's guaranteed. I'm like, all right. I guess nobody on a first date here, you know. And then this black couple who were on their first date go, we're on our first date. And I go, well, maybe I should get off for you. And then the woman goes, no, he's going to get lucky. And everyone goes, and even he was like, oh, my God, maybe you shouldn't now. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't have to be now. I'm like, pace yourself, kid. Pace yourself. Uh, and then I did another half hour, and then I tried to stop. And then I did another, and it just kept going until we literally wow. said, okay, the show has to end. This is truly ridiculous. It's not It's not normal. But But I get fired up. Like my material is so much based on my angst and anger that – None of it is is difficult to access or tell. It's just so visceral to me. I'm talking about mostly things that my family did that affect how I feel about things right now and my and how things right now affect what it's just such a mm. it's so much fun to be like I know right now that if you and I took a picture and put it on my Instagram, people would say that you're a racist mm-hmm. because of that shirt. And I think it's wonderful to know that there are stupid people that would think (laughs) that you wore that shirt just to cater to my Mexican roots of El Dia del Muerto. Like, seriously. He's actually catering to your soccer roots. That's a Phoenix Rising Look, I saw Coco. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Which, by the way, I have a friend that I call the undercover, like, conspiracy theorist Mexican. I don't know if you've ever. So the reason is, is like he finds conspiracies everywhere to the point where I, as a human being, I do not want to hang out with him. As a comedian, (laughs) I want to take him everywhere just to see where he spots things that I would never, ever say. So I took him to the grocery store the other day. And I'm not kidding you, bro. We were at the baking section and he stops in and goes, you see the racism, bro? Do you see it? And I go, "We're, we're trying to make cookies here. Where's the racism? How come the brown sugar's all the way on the bottom? Because they're trying to tell you something, man. Look what's on top. The white sugar. I'm like, oh, how did you see that? How did you see that? So then I went, you know what? Let's get to the bottom of this. So I went and I said, I need to speak to a manager. And we come to the manager. I go, okay. He's conspiracy Mexican. I'm, I, go, I know you are. I go, okay. Why is the brown sugar on the bottom and this sugar in the middle? And he goes, honestly, here's why. The sugar that is purchased the most is in the most accessible place. The higher it goes, the lower it goes, the less they purchase it. So we put it in a place where nobody, you know, it's still there, but it's not where everybody's going to access it because this is where most people get it. So I go, there you go, bro. It's not because they were putting in your place. It's because not a lot of people buy brown sugar. And then he goes, well, how come they don't buy brown sugar? Because they're I'm like, oh, my God. I cannot win with you. <laughs> so, so like, I, I, when I'm talking about that story, that's a real story. And then it inspires other stories. And then when, when I hear, like, when I hear a visceral emotional reaction of laughter to a joke that's immediate, but then a small segment of people that immediately like catch themselves laughing and they say, like you could tell that they go, I shouldn't be laughing at this. (laughs) Then I'm like, okay, 
why should you not be laughing at this? And then it just takes me into another realm of like why we don't laugh and what's wrong with laughter. And, and it just keeps going and it never stops. And then somebody says something else or I say, and then it just leads to this other direction. Well, it, when did it stop being, the, we would shut the door to comic club and you could say anything back yeah. in the day. And now you've got to be concerned with what you say in a comedy club. Uh, I still do, but the, but the difference is I have to, I start every show by telling people two things. A, don't take anything I say seriously. It's going to feel real. It's literally going to feel real. It's going to feel to you like I'm giving you opinions. They're just jokes. I promise you. That's all they are. And you're a good person. And people look at me and they go, what? I said, you're a good person. And they go, why, why are you saying that? You're, I'm going to make you laugh at things you don't want to laugh at. <laughs> And, th- and then at that moment, just remember you're a good person. You're just laughing at something that's very funny. And inevitably, within the next five minutes, I'll say something where you can see the audience going, oh, my God. No, man. That is not-. And then I'll just look at them and go, you're good people. And then the- you could just – you literally can feel their asses unclench. Like you can literally feel the energy from within just go, oh, Yes. See, I'm not a bad person. That dude's just an idiot. And then and then once you get to that place of truth, then you can say anything. Then people like don't dissect your comedy. They just allow you to drive the bus. Carlos Mencia here in the Freak Nation. You you can't take that guy anywhere because as I said, you throw him one we may have gotten two questions in there. Two and a half? <laughs> Maybe. He'll Maybe. just he'll just roll with it, man. That's, that's why these guys get paid the big bucks can tour the freaking country. Carlos Mencia. Check out uh, carlosmencia.com for location he's coming near you. Coming up next hour, real quick, Travis Braun. Excuse me. Travis, Bra- Tra- Travis Brown and Colin Brown. They're brothers. Colin Brown, a big-time sports you car star. You want to say Braun, though, because that's it's how it's spelled. It's spelled, and I, it's, damn it. It's always so hard for me to pull away from Braun yeah. and say Brown. Yeah. Uh, Travis Brown is a big-time Disney writer, director, producer. It's crazy, man, how these brothers have really come in their own over the last 10, 15 years. And Travis is the younger one. We'll have him on the show coming up next hour with his brother, Colin Brown. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. I'm Nick Ebram. I like to have a nice, smooth shave. I do have a goatee. I like to make sure the skin around it is nice and smooth. And you know, when you're using one of those disposable razors, you never know what you're going to get. You don't get a great shave. I tell you, I have found the solution to my shaving issues with Harry's razors non-slip comfortable handle i think these are absolutely the best right now you could get a 13 dollars value trial set comes with everything you need for a close comfortable shave weighted ergonomic handle a five blade razor with a lubricating strip a rich lathering shave gel a travel blade cover you can get a 13 dollars value trial set right now go to harrys.com forward slash world soccer go right now harrys.com forward slash world soccer redeem your offer right now and let them know that i nick Gieber, sent you harrys.com forward slash world soccer to go get your harry's razors 
I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right. A monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined, with Kenny Sargent, we love to party, Crash Gladys, what are we doing for the Bachelorette party, and Stepman, I am serious, here's the Freaks. Second hour, Speed Freaks. How you doing, man? Coming up this hour, the Brothers Brown. You want to say Braun, but the Brothers Brown. Colin Brown, big-time sports car pilot, champion, multiple race winner, and his brother, Travis Brown, will be here in the Freak Nation. Quickly, Crasher, in about 30 seconds, Travis Brown, the significance. And this is a guy that wrote books before he was a teenager. Yeah, that's the thing. He's been writing for a long time, but getting hooked up with Disney and being able to bring the car culture back to the young generation, which is where we go or where we're going to go when we talk with them, is Statman has brought this up for decades now. What? It, why? How are we losing kids to the car culture? Or how have we lost kids from the car culture? It used to be such a big deal to look forward to turning 16 and getting your driver's license. Kids aren't like that now. But maybe Travis, and with, with the help of his brother and their their upbringing of being in their dad's garage and being around 
the IMSA Sports Car Series, the IndyCar Series, the NHRA Series, all as kids and and just knowing not much more than just cars and the automotive culture. He's bringing it back to Disney now. He's bringing it back to the kids and how they can adapt cars into their lives in this technology-driven era. It's really cool. With a show on Disney. Yeah, because he wrote this show. It's a talking car. Remember Michael Knight and Kit? And what was that, Knight Rider back in the... I loved that show back in the 80s. This is the modernized version of it, but it's a kid life. It's just... I. I but it's called Fastlane. Fastlane, L-A-Y-N-E, yeah. because... Lane is this pretty hip chick that discovers this car, Damn. this talking car. And, yeah, so it's about her and her adventures with this car. There's a lot of technology with it because that's what kids like. I mean, it's 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 a souped-up car, but it's tech-savvy, and it just appeals to kids. This is how kids can get back into that car culture. There's 30 seconds, Freak Nation. Crash Gladys, yeah, Kenny Sargent, Statman. Denny Hamlin, speaking of 30 seconds, that dude's going to take about 30 hours to continue to party as your two-time Daytona 500 winner. A wreck-filled overtime race. And I said at the top of the show that got a text from a novice NASCAR fan, not in that her and her husband haven't been to a NASCAR race. They've been to several NASCAR races. They're NASCAR fans, but they just they don't go deep like we do. But she was asking me to explain the overtime rule that NASCAR went through to get the winner, Denny Hamlin, <laughs> this evening. And I sent her verbatim what it says at NASCAR.com, and she still didn't understand it. But regardless, Statman, uh, if they continue to do what they do, they're, they'll be putting you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the uh, scrap heap after your Daytona 500. Probably put some teams in the scrap heap also because they're – going to have a hard time finding the money to replace those cars that were torn up today. It, I could see, again, in 2005, 6, 7, when a mid-level NASCAR team was getting 15 to $20 million for a car and how it wouldn't sting that much to have a $500,000 car. You know, it may, it may be worth $500,000, but there's millions of dollars to, that's being put into that car, the study of that car, the arrow of that car, the it, everything. Regardless, when, when does the sting start to happen of losing a car on a track like that to where it's like, holy smokes, you as a business owner, a team owner, you're thinking, ah, oh, man, there's $500,000. Bam. I mean, are Think about it, Stat. I got like Stuart Hoss. Yeah, he's got three teams out there, four teams out there, but no, three teams out there. But it's got to be stinging a dude like Tony Stewart. It's got to be stinging everybody because you can't afford. 15 years ago, they were getting $35 million a year, a million dollars a race mm-hmm. from somebody to build that car, to race it, to sponsor it, blah, blah, blah. They were getting money from the manufacturers who were coming in. There was some talk that the manufacturers were spending $150, $200 million a year on those cars. They're not doing that anymore. No, oh, that's just pocket change compared to Formula One and $600 million. I'm being facetious. Coming up, your stat man, Scat. Your Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes in Moments. Going to reset with some affiliates and get into some Pit News and Notes. Freaks.
Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. How you doing, man? Second hour of Speed Freaks welcoming in another round of affiliates. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sarge at SpeedFreaks.tv is the website. Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. GeneralTire.com is where you go to find the tire for that righteous truck you got out there. Ready to tear it up this week. Put yourself to General Tires on that big old thing. Crasher? All right, NASCAR's back, in case you didn't know. Daytona 500 obviously going off this weekend, but also lots of dirt track racing, some other series starting. They, they like to make their start at this time of the year as well. Go to your two sources. This is all you need to know. Racer.com and Speedsport.com. Those are the only two places you need to know for all of those results. results I should say. Denny Hamlin taking the big one, though, today. The Daytona 500, his second, backing up his other win in 2016. And leading a Joe Gibbs Racing 1-2-3 finish. Kyle Busch second, Eric Jones with a crashed car in third. Michael Annette was your Xfinity winner in Daytona. This was his first win in the series in 230 starts. Austin Hill, your winner in the Truck Series. Next for NASCAR, Atlanta next weekend. Supercross race in Dallas or Arlington, and Cooper Webb nabbed a photo finish win. There's your photo finish, Suave. (laughs) Cooper Webb, now his fourth win on the season. Are you kidding me? Cooper is now finally leading the points. Ken Roxon sitting second. Actually, another 1-2-3 finish last night is precisely how the points sit in the big boys in Supercross. Cooper Webb, Ken Roxon, and Marvin Muskin. Austin Forkner, your winner in the 250s. Electric racing going off as well. This was the round two, I believe, of 13, and get this, history was made. Catherine Legg became the first female to win a pro electric car race as she led a 1-2 finish for her team, that's team Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan, by the way, over her teammate Brian Sellers. It was the Jaguar I-Pace E-Trophy race in Mexico City. Congratulations, Catherine Legg. And I just got to give some tributes here. Of course, a lot of you were tweeting about Sam Bass. He lost his life Saturday, famous NASCAR artist, and a good friend of mine, John Muma. He's all, John Mumo is a Lucas Oil Pro Polling champion in the two-wheel drive trucks. Very good friend of mine. I love this man. He was killed on his way to the Louisville indoor pole this weekend. His son-in-law, multi-time champ Jeremy Nelson, wheeled John's truck on a very emotional run on Thursday to a packed stadium, lighting up their cell phones in tribute. John Muma, you are absolutely missed by me and thousands of others. Love you, John. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire. 
helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports introducing lucas oil racing tv your exclusive unlimited 24 7 motorsports app now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime anywhere get the finest in grassroots racing national events live coverage behind the scenes action and interviews you won't see anywhere else there's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports biggest names like dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing for more information visit lucasoilracing.tv lucas oil racing tv Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Waiting at these crossroads forever and a day on a guy to buy. Freak Nation, do what real freaks do and take a bite of the best burger out there on the grill that you could flip and flop. Talking about Bubba Burger, man. Head to your favorite grocery store and grab yourself some Bubba Burger. My favorite, the onion-infused Bubba Burger. They got jalapeno, 100% Angus, all natural. Low-fat, turkey, vegetarian. Ah, it sounds so damn good right about now. Do yourself a favor, man. For your next barbecue, start flipping Bubba Burgers. Favorite grocery store, Bubba Burgers. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Now, Crasher, we were somewhat familiar, Statman, you too, of Travis Brown, Colin Brown's brother, and really what he had done at such a young age books he's written books among other things and now crasher he's launched into something else with disney channel yes he's written this basically he's written and co-produced fast lane which debuted on friday and is now in its regular slot and tonight you could have caught the first episode and the second episode but come on guys with with all the way the way channels work these days you can you can still find the first and second episodes 
Fast Lane on the Disney Channel. Just an incredible script that is loosely written from his experiences growing up with in his dad's garage, both he and brother Colin, and of course Colin Brown going on to race in the IMSA series and hopefully future, fingers crossed, IndyCar. It's just such a great concept for kids to get back into cars. I love this. Fast Lane on Disney Channel. Parents, get your kids hooked. Uh, he joins us now. Travis Brown joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Travis, writing stories for Disney Channel. And now here you are with the Freak Nation. How in the hell does all this happen, bud? You know, that, that's a big reason why I wanted to do this show in the first place is, you know, I spent my whole, my whole childhood growing up in my dad's race shop. And he had an old Triumph Spitfire uh, race car up on blocks there in the in the garage. And I remember just going around, you know, my brother Colin and I were four or five years old. And, you know, give the we, we'd always give the car different voices and personalities and pretend that the car was alive. So this this show was really, you know, I've always wanted to do a show that that sort of encompassed that. And, you know, and Fastlane is that, you know, it basically answers the question, what would it be like if that car came to life? Well, what I love about this, because one of my, I've been in motorsports all of my life, growing up in Indianapolis myself, and one of my biggest concerns over the last decade, or maybe even longer, is that I feel like the car generation, the car mentality of the younger generation has gone away, but you're actually bringing it back. You're showing that kids can actually dig cars by bringing this into Fastlane. So show me a little bit about how these two neighbors come together and they find this car by accident. Yeah, so it's this it's this very super scheduled girl named Lane Reed, and you know every moment of her life is scheduled and organized and and uh, and sort of planned. And the she gets the shock of a life you know, of her lifetime when she discovers a talking car in the shed, you know, an underground bunker uh, next door, and it's alive. And she has no idea where it came from. And there's these bad guys after it. And she ropes in her her next door neighbor, this you know sort of wild, free spirited homeschooler named Zora, and these two girls go on you know this grand adventure, and and Lane sort of you know learns to to uh, take a step back from her schedule for a for a second, and and you know sort of live live life uh, literally in the fast lane. So yeah, it's a cool you know it's a cool story, and like you said. You know, I, I grew up on Herbie and Knight Rider and, you know, all these sort of, um, you know, shows featuring featuring cars. And we haven't seen that in a while. So hopefully, you know, hopefully people dig that and kids, you know, I'd love to I'd love to get kids interested in cars, you know, have them experience a whole, you know, a whole new generation of, of kids uh, experiencing sort of how cool cars can be. Travis Brown, we could talk about the old school things where cars had old technology, but there's new technology now. And cars like Vin, a character that's new and updated, and the kids like Vin, don't they? Vin is totally with the times. It is, you know, I, I've, like you said, I grew up on, you know, in the IndyCar paddock and uh, IMSA, you know, Grand Am, ALMS at the time, uh, you know, cars. And just seen my dad work on, you know, every kind of crazy thing from stock cars and Indy cars to drag cars and I have to say, you know, I, I think I have the the experience and sort of knowledge to say that this car is like no other car in the world. Uh, Vin Vin is truly one of a kind. He's self-driving. He's self-talking. You know, he's he has he has his own personality, his own AI that's that's you know the most sophisticated sort of intelligence um, in any machine. So he's he's one of a kind, and I think that's what's 
you know, what sort of what this show, the lifeblood of this show, you know, is been and just really how special this car is and, and how, you know, how how it changes these girls' lives. So is Vin like an iPhone mixed with video games or, frankly, what the kids are into nowadays? Yeah, so he's, Vin, you know, Vin is uh, fully, you know, fully self-driving, uh, self-talking, like I said. He's, he, you, we've never actually opened his hood, but uh, if you did, you would see sort of a one-of-a-kind soft drive. You know, you hear of all these hard drives in computers. He has a soft drive, which is basically his brain, and it's, you know, it's always growing and expanding. And the cool thing about Vin is he's basically a toddler. So he has no life experiences. And his his system, you know, he's 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 thirsty for for knowledge and, and to experience the world because his systems grow every time he, he experiences something. So he just wants to get out there on the open road and rip it up and you know, he's a he's a fun guy. He's sort of like a Jack Black kind of, uh, you know, character. He's, he just wants to party and have fun and, and you know, live life, which, uh, you know, which is, is uh, pretty pretty cool and, and pretty rare, I think, in, uh, in a car. Well, and it's exactly what kids want. They just want to live a fun life. So, Vin, he's the car example of that. Is, is the script mostly based on your experiences from maybe your dad's garage or dad's engineering or – how much is brought about because of your brother's duties actually driving race cars? Yeah, so it's actually a combination of both. You know, I've, I've, I've learned a lot from my dad about how cars work, and so that informed this show a ton and how Vin, you know, how Vin is built and sort of asking ourselves how, how a car like this could actually, you know, could actually exist. Obviously, we take some some uh, license with that in the, in the entertainment world, but uh, so, you know, learned a ton from my dad on that. And then the driving aspect, I mean, Lane, that's the cool thing about Lane is her DNA activates uh, Vin's features, which is part of the mystery of, you know, sort of why she's connected to this car. But she's our driver and, you know, she's 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 behind the wheel and she does pull some amazing, amazing stunts and amazing uh, driving moves and, and things that, you know, my brother, my brother does every day. So it's really cool. We've actually been talking about uh, how to get my brother to do some stunt driving on the show because he, he would be, I, you know, I can think of no better driver than my brother to, uh, to bring into the fold. Okay. So is Lane, okay. Cause your brother's got a really cool wife too. So is Lane a little bit more of the DNA of your sister-in-law or your brother himself as in the cockpit? If Lane's the one that's driving Vin, who does Lane really take after more? It's so funny. I would actually say Lane is a combination of my brother and I. She's very scheduled and sort of organized and a planner, which I think I'm stealing a lot from from my side of things, my personality. And she's also sort of this incredible, you know, uh, sort of wheel, you know, natural talent behind the wheel. So, that, you know, I, I throw that from from my brother's side. So she's kind of. She's kind of uh, the best of both worlds, if you will, from from my brother and I. Travis, for years, Hollywood has taken liberty with racing and how things finish in a car race on film. How much actual racing is going to be happening? How much actual racing scenes are going to come into these episodes? There's almost a race every episode. Um, and, And the cool thing is the challenge that we've sort of pushed ourselves to is how do you make, you know, how do you make, uh, a race, it, you feel different in sort of every episode. So it's it's looking at different ways to do that. Whether it's 
you know, racing. The first episode, uh, Lane races a uh, guy in a Mustang, you know, down a down a down a street. There's car chases. There's um, you know, uh, a, there's a credible sort of sequence with a giant Hummer. There may you know, there's 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 so many so many cool action set pieces in in this show and and different ways that we show showcase Vin's abilities. Um, you know, if you're if you're a race fan, if you're a car fan, it's there, there's something in every episode. Look, Travis, I'm the father of a a five year old, and okay, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, all of that, we get it with the Disney Channel. But curious, do you think Vin will make an appearance on Mickey and the Roadster Racers on Disney Channel? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I would love that. I mean, you know, Mickey is the guy. Mickey is my boss, and uh, you know, would love would love to try to tie that in. Who knows? I mean, we're 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 just excited about season one airing, and you know, every Sunday night uh, on Disney Channel, haven't been you know haven't been sort of welcomed welcomed into you know homes around America. That's that's the goal, and and you know. Uh, if people fall in love with them as much as we've fallen in love with uh, with Vin and Lane and Zora, then then you never know. The sky's the limit. Travis, we can't thank you enough because we have been concerned on Speed Freaks for a while now that kids are just not falling in love with cars like they have been in the past, and that's kind of affected the racing culture overall. So Vin could be the savior not just for some fun on the Disney Channel, but for racing, period. I mean, Vin, Lane, Everybody else involved with the show, this could bring back car culture to kids, and we love you. We thank you for it. Oh, well, man, it is, it is so cool to be able to combine my two passions, you know, cars and, uh, and writing, and to be able to, to bring a show like this to life. And, you know, I, I think it's super cool that we can show that, you know, even if, you, even if the world does become uh, self-driving cars, that doesn't mean that they can't be super cool and that, that you, you know, that drivers and mechanics and all the things we sort of love and and admire about the car world that, that those those positions don't go away they just uh they just become a little different hey travis this has been a lot of fun man thanks for doing this buddy thanks so much crash i appreciate it and coming up next his brother colin brown joins us here in the freak nation good evening my fellow citizens to provide guidance to mankind NASCAR brags that it's Super Bowl, the Daytona 500, opens the season. This pride, though, should be tempered with some embarrassment tonight. The inexperienced shouldn't be allowed to run in the biggest race of the year. There needs to be a commitment to upgrade the product, even if it means reducing the size of the field. NASCAR's current president, Steve Phelps, says he wants to improve the product. Let's see if he will. All this is the residue of today's Daytona 500, where two inexperienced drivers triggered a major accident while trying to slow down for a pit stop with 42 laps to go in the race. The accident gathered, among others, one of the sport's biggest stars and a threat to win today, Jimmy Johnson. You just can't have something as important as the Daytona 500 be determined by inexperienced participants. Saying this is the way we've always done it just isn't acceptable. Maybe I'm not supposed to understand. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, 
I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. All right, so we had Travis Brown join us last segment, big-time Disney writer, creator, producer for Fastlane, which you can now see on Disney Channel. And his brother, Colin Brown, joins us now, big-time sports car pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Colin, you've been coming to Freak Nation for many, many years. So your brother making the big bucks at Disney, and while well, you're now collecting pennies in sports cars. What's up, man? Hey, that's, uh, you know, he was always better in, in school than I was, and then I found my niche in racing, and so, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's done this to me before. He's always been good. Done this to you before? Well, one thing that your brother did say is that, obviously, you guys growing up around your dad's garage, and, and he had his, his cars in there, one in particular you guys would give voices to, and that is how Vin has his voice created for this show, Fastlane, on the Disney Channel. Tell me, what voices did you give to your dad's cars? I can't, I'm not even going to share those voices. I feel like 
this is where the creative genius of my brother comes out. I think he was more the one doing the voices. I think I was more the one doing the, hey, Dad, how does this work? What happens when you change this? And so I think at an early age, you could both see our passions for sure. Well, Colin, explain the Freak Nation. You growing up in the paddocks of IndyCar, maybe a little bit of drag races, some stock cars, sports cars, how that influenced to where you are and where your brother are today. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, uh, obviously growing up around what my dad would do was getting to, you know, go to these cool races and, and see up close and personal the, the cars and meet the drivers just gave, I think, my brother and I both just a huge uh, passion for, for motorsports. And then, you know, we started going karting and doing all the things to try to make a, a career out of it for me. But my brother was involved right away, right from the very start. And so, um, you know, we've both been uh, just immersed in sort of racing and cars throughout our entire childhoods. And then, um, you know, obviously for me to this day, but, you know, when uh, my brother went to college, he sort of got off the, the immersed in racing path, but always had a huge, um, you know, passion for it. It continued to follow it, obviously, with my dad and, and myself being involved in the sports still. And so, um, you know, it kind of it's a natural fit, I feel like, for uh, for both of us. And and we both still love it. Colin Brown, your brother Travis has talked about getting you involved in these shows, maybe as a stunt driver. Have you ever done any stunt driving? And that's got to be some major fun for you. Have you not seen some of the amazing crashes I've had? I've definitely done some stunt driving, probably. <laughs> not not, um, not on purpose, I would say. But, uh, yeah, no, I've never actually done any official stunt driving, but um, you know, I feel like what we've done in racing for all these years would prepare me well for that. But yeah, I'd love to do that. That would be a blast. That would be a lot of fun. Colin, what professional drivers do behind the wheel is incredible. I would have to think that stunt driving is all over your DNA. I think so. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I feel like it would, uh, would not be a far stretch for me to, uh, to go and do some of that. Just finding the time to go and do it, I think, is going to be the challenging part with uh, with the busy racing schedule I have. All right, you put it on the table, Colin. What about 2019? Is there something else going on besides IMSA and sports cars and maybe something in IndyCar? Ah, I've been working really, really hard on the IndyCar side and uh, unfortunately have not been able to put a whole lot together on the IndyCar side yet, but I think, uh, you know, still have some irons in the fire, and I think a lot of those deals start to get uh, more and more serious as we get closer and closer to, you know, the start of the season. And so um, I think things will start to heat up on the IndyCar side. But in the meantime, I've got uh, also a a full season in the Blanc Pond GT Americas, uh, formerly known as Pirelli Road Challenge in uh, in a GT3 Mercedes. So that's going to be a lot of fun this year, doing the full season in that. And I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a blast. Colin, I know you were testing at Coda last weekend, and a lot of drivers talk about this track in Austin and how special this track is. What is it about Austin and Coda? Well, I'd say for me personally, and this might not be the most popular answer, but I always keep it real with you guys, uh, I think the best part about going to Coda is just being in Austin. I Mm -hmm. love the food. I love the environment. I love the people. Obviously, growing up in Texas, uh, you know, I've always got a soft spot for, for anywhere in Texas, but uh, I just love going to Austin. I mean, the, the the whole scene is is great. And then you get to the racetrack and, you know, beautiful facility, really, really uh, impressive um, infrastructure there, I would say. Uh, for me personally, the racetrack itself, 
you know, I could kind of give her a, you know, kind of a, a passing grade. It's not one of my most favorite. It's not one of my least favorite, but uh, I'll certainly take all the good restaurants for sure. Oh, there's, yeah. Okay, let's just say your favorite racetrack in America. Oh, that's a great question. My favorite racetrack in America is probably Watkins Glen. Uh, I just love the layout. I love the fact they repaved that place a few years ago with some incredibly uh, adhesive and, and grippy asphalt. I mean, it's incredible the amount of G-forces that we can pull uh, in the in the prototype cars around that track. And it's just like riding a roller coaster every single lap. It's, it's incredible. You know, it's funny you, you bring up the adhesiveness of Watkins Glen. We were just at Daytona, not this weekend, but last weekend for NASCAR qualifying. And walking around, I, we park on the road course when, of course, 24 hours is not going on. And walking on, I believe it was, gosh, just turns two and three. I'm like, this looks like it could rip tires to shreds. It doesn't look like it's great asphalt for road course driving. Is that just me with the novice eye or is that legit? No, I think that's you with a keen eye, I have to say. Yeah, the uh, that racetrack on the infield section has gotten more worn out every single year. As you can imagine, 24-hour-long races, uh, quite a, a bit of wear on the racetrack. And so uh, they tend to pave with a really kind of coarse aggregate in, in uh, the Daytona area. Wow. And then you throw out the fact that we've got all these cars and we just, you know, laps after laps, we have all the testing, all the preseason testing that happens down there. And I think uh, we simply kind of wear the racetrack out pretty quickly down there. So I think that's what you're seeing. For years here at Speed Freaks, we've been talking about how the car culture is getting away from the current generation, the upcoming generation. And maybe as you travel around the country and visit paddocks, are you noticing any change from young people when they come around you? (laughs) <laughs> well, to answer the first question, you know, with this uh, show sort of being for that younger generation, you know, kind of the five or six to, you know, uh, pre-teens, I guess, uh, I think it's going to be a huge hit. And I really hope that, you know, it, it sort of invigorates the the kids these days to uh, to have a passion for cars. I mean, it's such a cool thing. I remember growing up as a kid, I couldn't wait to get my driver's license. I'm sure you know, you were the same. And I mean, it seems like we've lost a little bit of that spark, though, in the last few years. And so I think, uh, you know, this show will bring back some of the, the coolness and the mystique and, and the, you know, specialness of, of cars. And so hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, you know, that happens. And I think the way that, that uh, Travis has written the show and the passion that he has for the automobile. Hey, Colin, thanks for doing this, man. Get yourself a GT3 win and we'll get you back at the Freak Nation, dude. I like it. I'll do it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba.
Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. <laughs> this is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate Banjo That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico. Saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Twitter at Speed Freaks, therefore on Instagram, Facebook, and of course the website, speedfreaks.tv. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, his name, Zach Osborne, two-time 250 Supercross East Region, Regional Champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation, and uh, trying to make that debut on the 450s this year, had a little problem, busted up his collarbone, and won't make his debut until, well, didn't make his debut until this weekend in Dallas, Zach Osborne joining the Freaks, and Zach, I have to imagine that prior to this weekend that you were just gnawing at the bit to get back on that bike, given the setbacks that you've had. Yeah, for sure. It was a tough thing to wait another uh, six weeks and what I've already waited my whole entire life to have the opportunity to race in the 450 class. So it was a, it was a tough thing to swallow, but um, I'm all better now and uh, ready to rip. 
In the meantime, it looks like you've been playing fantasy Supercross with what has been an absolutely unpredictable 2019 season. Not too happy with your fantasy team, huh? Uh, I struggle. <laughs> Some weekends I, I do really well, but I like to take the big risks on the big handicaps. So um, it's a, a tough thing. You just got to swallow it sometimes. But uh, it definitely makes the weekends and watching the racing so much more interesting. It's been an incredible Supercross season. I like the unpredictability, but at the same time, having said that, you train with Cooper Webb. Are you as, I mean, truly, are you as shocked as some people are that Cooper Webb has been just crushing it this year? Uh, no, I wouldn't say I'm that shocked. I mean, he's put in all, all the work over the winter time um, with us down at the Baker's factory, and uh, he was ready to go. You know, he was in a new state of mind that he uh, felt like he had never really been in before. So it was um, not that huge of a surprise for me. Zach Osborne, two-time 250 East champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation, made his debut this weekend in Dallas for the 450 class. You had the setback, and you were hoping to debut in Minneapolis. What was the setback prior to that? Oh, we just had a little incident uh, at the practice track that was kind of out of my control. Um, just a, a freak accident. Um, nothing, nothing more to say. I, it just kind of set me back another three days of riding. And, uh, you know, obviously, like you said, the, the goal was to be in Minneapolis, but that wasn't possible with the, the loss of another three days of riding. So, um, yeah, just uh, took another week to, to get myself right and um, went to Dallas. Zach Osborne athletes always talk about cross-training and getting ready for their sport. Football players, for example, talk about being in football shape as opposed to just being in great physical condition. How long does it take you to get back on that bike and be ready to race in Supercross? It's impressively quick. I mean, the the muscle memory from the the months of training prior to the injury or or whatever the situation is is uh, kind of unbelievable in a way. It's um, incredible to get back on and be. Uh, you know, pretty close to where you left off uh, after six or seven weeks of doing nothing, you know. Zach, coming into the series at midseason is very different from the anticipation of getting the season started at Anaheim. Can you explain the difference between getting ready for Anaheim and getting ready for a midseason start in Dallas? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm a little bit behind where I was, you know, going into Anaheim uh, just because of the, the days I missed. But at the same time, I don't have as much pressure you know, it's uh, almost mid-season now, and I can come in and just kind of build into the season. Um, definitely with the guys having six races under their belts, it's a, a pretty uh, big deficit. But at the same time, I feel good about where I'm at, and, and I feel like I can go out there and, and do some good. I like that no pressure because, again, with this being 2019 being such an unpredictable season, it does seem like a lot of riders are riding with pressure, whether that's Marvin Muskin or Ken Roxon, because they're like, oh, crud, I didn't see the season panning out the way that it has so far. The points are so tight. So, yeah, you could be the, the little silent assassin out there because you're riding with no pressure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the goal. I need to get off to some good starts and just make uh... – make some stuff happen in the first few laps to, to put myself in position. That's been one of the keys this year. There's, there's so many guys on a, such a high level. It's um, hard to kind of make any headway when you're behind. So that's going to be one of the huge keys is just get out there and, and ride my own race, uh, hopefully from the front. And then let's just be honest here a little bit, Zach Osborne. You're now in the media as well. You're hosting a podcast. So can you have some of these riders on your show and maybe get a little bit of insight as to how to kick their ass? 
for sure. That's not the goal. But, um, I, I mean, I would love to have as many people on as possible. Um, I actually have uh, one coming out soon with Thomas Covington, so that'll be cool. And, yeah, just uh, a cool way to kind of put myself out there and, and um, yeah, also a different perspective for the fans from a rider-to-rider interview and, and uh, hopefully some other athletes in the future. Zach Osborne is a two-time 250 East champion, made his 450 debut this past weekend in Dallas. Zach, there seems to be a lot of injuries, new injuries that are coming up in Supercross. Is there any kind of training that would reduce that? Is there something different in Supercross? Maybe the 450s, is there something different that can happen in the training process to reduce some of these new injuries that are coming up in Supercross? Uh, we, we've talked about that actually. We had a long conversation about that this week. If there was like a, you know, more of a MotoGP style setup where the testing and, and time on the bikes were limited or, or whatever, but man, it's just, it's a hard mix. It's such a high level these days and everyone has so much on the line. It's just, um, it's hard to say. I, I really don't have the answer to that. How would you regulate it, though, if you, or not necessarily you, but if the series in general were to say, okay, we're only going to have this many hours of practice and this many hours of weekend practice, how could that be regulated? I, I have no clue. Like, it was just a, a scenario that was thrown out in our conversation um, at the track one day, and, and I, I don't really know if that's the way. I, I don't think that's the way, but um, at the same time, it cuts down the hours on the bike and, and therefore you know some of the risks. But at the same time, when you don't have that muscle memory like I was talking about earlier, it's, it's easier to – have a mistake or something go wrong. So it's just, um, it's a tough mix. It's true. Zach Osborne, again, two-time 250 East champion, making his debut this weekend in Dallas on the 450s. Man, good luck to you for the rest of the year. And then, of course, with the outdoor season, maybe make up on some lost time. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me on. Not, not much, much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. not, not well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> freaks. Not much motorsports. Too busy watching this UFC fight here in Phoenix. Cade Velasquez, been fighting for about 30 years, hasn't he? Oh, you just missed Courtney Casey up there. Unfortunately, she did not win, but Courtney Casey, friend of the freaks. Is that it? Is, uh, did that fight last that just 15 seconds? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, did he crush his knee? Okay, we're just giving a little play-by-play here in the Freak Nation. Is You're probably not watching this on ESPN right now. Whoa. Okay, so who won? Well, Colleen Velasquez sure didn't. <laughs> right. Velasquez went down. Yeah, Velasquez is... Uh, us white boys like to say. Mm. Bam. <laughs> so a North Carolina man accused of shoving his face into a woman's buttocks. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how that could happen. He a approached nor- three women from behind and forced his face into their butts. 
Now, is there video of this crash? I don't know. The, let's see. The filing submitted by local police. The filing has alleged that the man, quote, unlawfully and willfully did assault and strike a female person by grabbing the victim's hips and thrusting his face into her buttocks, then pressing his tongue on the outside of her clothing. Okay, okay. okay. Serious. Why? North Carolina, man. That's what happens. Mm, okay. So this vegan bride, she she tried to ban meat-eating murderer guests from her wedding. She called her own guests murderers? Yeah, man. Because they're murderers. They eat red meat. They eat meat. The bride, whose name remains unknown, sought solidarity regarding her troublesome wedding ban in a vegan Facebook group called Vegan Revolution. (laughs) When your family tries to guilt trip you into letting them come to your fully vegan wedding, wedding, even though they're omnivores they're trying to spoil you supposed to be one of the happiest days of our lives what why could you just have have been serving uh, Bubba Burger veggie burgers (gasps) and everybody would have been happy that would be a legendous reception fire up some burgers oh don't worry they're vegan or hold on a second you know how sometimes you'll be able to choose your fish or chicken or meat? You've got six choices to choose from for bubble burgers. Why not do it with that? You got the you got the veggie, got the turkey, the Angus. Got the jalapeno, you got the cheddar and bacon. For that, man. But hold on. Going back on this should be the bride's fault. It's not her fault that she's inviting murderers. In, right. her, in her own words, to her reception. She did not properly address her invitations and the response cards. Why didn't she just basically say chicken, fish, vegan? And mm-hmm. if they did not, okay, so that she did do that. No, I agree with you. I'm, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. So then she'd find out how many people were vegan. Maybe she did do that just to find out who would select me. Never mind. I'm going back on what I said. Well, She's she should have be happy that she didn't invite guys that uh, buried their faces in the guests. <laughs> yeah, what, what would you rather have? People who eat red meat or people who bury people their faces? People who eat red meat? <laughs> uh, hey uh, you, you can email him at statmc at speedfreaks.tv, man. Dang! That's what happened, man, living in that cold, frigid Columbus, Ohio, man, it freezes your brain, bro. When you get too, hey. when you get too old, you know that's what happens. And see, I was just gonna give you a shout out for your birthday. It was your birthday this weekend. Stop it with the too old stuff. Look at you. You're kicking. You're a Buckeye, and you're loving life. <laughs> yeah, Buckeye is a nut. You know that, don't you? I don't care. It's a cool nut. Kicking. It's a Big Ten nut. nut. <laughs> wow. Nice one, Statman. Happy birthday. Right. Yeah, All right, so I, I got one for you, Stat. Maybe next time you head to the mailbox to open up your birthday gift, you might want to think twice about dropping that package on the road 
Let some dogs come by and sniff it because there's a couple. They were left red-faced after their dog ripped open a parcel meant for a neighbor and discovered a bright new sex toy. Lee Edwards and partner Jenna Crozier took the parcel in for neighbor and thought it would be safe, tucked behind the front door. Bam! But the pair soon discovered their black Labrador puppy, Bonnie, and ripped open the package <laughs> and playing with a bright pink toy. <laughs> I mean, how do you tell the neighbor, uh, excuse me, I think yeah. this is for you. Well, and I'm not describing the sex toy as they did in this story, but just it's a male. Tell me something good. (laughs) (laughs) That's where my head went to. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, it was just lying there on the floor. Then I saw what happened to the box. It's embarrassing, but you could see the funny side of it, right? Well, Bonnie had it in her gob and was walking around with it gob meaning her mouth she played with it for about an hour oh no oh so wait they weren't home uh, no they were home they, they just the the neighbor who was supposed to get the package they picked it up for that neighbor because they, they left it out there so <laughs> The neighbor ended up coming around. I don't know her, but I, but I'd say she's in her late forties. Why is why is the neighbor describing her? Who cares? <laughs> You're just not wanting to read the part about no, the sex toy. No, I'm not. Wait, get on and crash. You know, why does it have to be a woman that had the sex toy? <laughs> right? right? Damn. Yeah, tell me something good. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick here. Military X Games. Word came out recently that the Marine Corps tested a skateboard unit in the 1990s. Yep. An ultra mobile urban combat vehicle in the large scale maneuvers in the 1999 2000 years. Yep. Imagine that. Look at some new recruits. What skateboards? Bam. Hey man, your twenty skateboards wouldn't have crashed as much as they all did in the Daytona 500 today. No. No. No, they might don't. Have, you know. Might have buried their face in the backside of a woman. <laughs> hey man, uh, you're. 2019 Daytona 500 champion. His name is Denny Hamlin. Now he's two-time winner. Congratulations to him and to uh, all those record services that have to haul those freaking cup cars to the pound. I remember to shoot the juice to the moose and Statmanimus. Cut it loose. (laughs) (laughs) Statmanimus. Later. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. 